Hello and welcome to the War Report. I am your host Cyrus, joined by a very special guest, and I think this is the perfect episode to have him on while Quan rests up and he'll come back next week. We got Jamil here. We got the big meals wow. here. How it's formal! <laughs> just me, just me and meals. Format formal. We we have very formal. Very um, no one, you, you, no one, no one uses my real name on this network. That's very formal, but fair. You know what? I'm, my name is Jamil. It's a, nothing I got to hide. That, that is the name uh, that I sent emails to. Um, <laughs> how, how are you feeling? I feel like this is the first time we ever talked one on one about wrestling on like anything. You know, I'm feeling is very much so mixed feelings. Uh, currently, not based on you, not based on you, just kind of the situation <laughs> of kind of everything that happened over the last uh, couple hours. I know you're not on Twitter, which is a, a lot of the mystique, but um, you know, we've been sharing in our Discord and on Twitter yeah. and stuff like that. Like one of our, you know, one of our supporters, one of our friends, one of our just people, black wrestling community especially online community like at mm-hmm. the end of the day we all fight and we all have our opinions and stuff like that but we still support each other and man um a saying man a saying oh my god um you know we're, we're pro- i'm probably gonna talk more about him on the h show but this is like the first opportunity that i kind of mm-hmm. get to talk about him but I just want to let him know um, because, you know, based on kind of the news, it was, you know, his family was looking for him. He was missing. It ended up um, his sister uh, let us know online that he was in a car crash and he actually passed away, um, which is very, very rough. So I, I just want to say thank you. Um, he, <laughs> We got his name messed up so many times, but he took it in good sport. As someone who can also relate, <laughs> listen, my name is Jamil. You have no many times. You have no idea how many times people call me Jamal. It is legitimately <laughs> there is no second A in it. There are actually two other E's in it. Um, it's really very phonetic. <laughs> my mm-hmm. name. It's very, it's very um, clear when you see it. <laughs> It's very clear, but still people, Jamel, just ignore that second E or just the E's in general. Um, but man, I saying, man, you know, thank you for supporting us. Thank you for being a friend. Thank you. You were loved. You were touched a lot of people, everybody in the Clippers community, because he works for the Clippers is kind mm-hmm. of like, you know, mourning his thing and and sharing photos and sharing experiences. And I wish I got to know you a little bit more. And it makes me now look back and want to know a lot of people a little bit more. It actually makes me very happy that we're doing this. Like you're saying, like, this is our first time kind of one-on-one really doing anything together. And um, you don't have a lot of these moments a lot of the time. So I would just say this, I'm, I'm grateful to be doing this with you. And thank you for inviting me on. Um, and hopefully Quan, you know, Quan is right back into action next week. Uh, thank you for having those kind words for him. Um, rest in peace, all the same. And it's very funny because you say that uh, Quan, this, the same night Quan kind of like called out or, you know, made the call. We played video games together the same night and he sounded great. 
<laughs> I mean, maybe he needs rest. Listen, we all need hey, rest. Hey. Everyone, an annual day, a sick day. Listen, sometimes you're not sick, but you want to take the sick day because you just yeah, like, you feel me? Sometimes, yeah. Nah, listen, I'm tired. I, I feel it. I feel it. Listen, I I respect it, Quan. I've done it multiple times on the A show with no shame. <laughs> I've taken off for weeks and you have filled in Cyrus and the visibilities on the A show. Mm-hmm. I have no shame in my game. When it's time to recharge, it's time to recharge. And that's all you got to say about it. there's nothing more to be said about that. Yeah. So Quan will be back next week and then hopefully we can have some more guests uh, uh, in, in the future. Uh, there's a lot of people that I would like to get to the show. Uh, but let's get into Indies Trenches, man. Um, mm. We have a couple news topics. Uh, Nothing really, I guess, big for AEW and um, NXT. Uh, I, especially after just coming off Extreme Rules, I think this is just a real down period for news if it's not just contract talk or, you know, right. somebody wants to release or some uh, shit like that. But Kira Hogan is all elite. How do you feel about it? You know... <laughs> You know, I'm not mad. I'm actually not mad at it because I think, you know, she's, albeit how people may feel about her, I would assume Sasha Banks Hive. I don't know what the <laughs> what the Sasha Banks Hive or no, what are they kind of known as? Like bank statements or like uh, I, Sasha I, Banks Hive? Whenever I see Barbs. people talk about them, I always see the crew, but with like a K. So, oh yeah, um, the crew. There you go. Uh, uh, right. uh, they bled in. They hate her. They hate her. <laughs> they hate her because Kira Hogan is like, yo, Zasha Banks is not nice, not nice at all. So they hate her. Yeah, um, I, I believe she says Sasha Banks is one, not a nice person, and two, that she keeps stealing her swag. <laughs> and she hasn't. Uh, listen, I'll I'll give it to her. She has not let up. If she has a problem with you, <laughs> she lets you know it because she had the same smoke for one. Um. Uh, Ember Moon as well. So, yeah. eh, you know, I'm I'm happy. You know, again, this is a this is a situation of let's see how this goes because all these signings. I mean, to be honest, let's 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 keep it a buck. Let's keep it a buck. Last like five five signings have been black people. <laughs> AEW is <laughs> clearly they feel yeah. the heat of kind of what's going on, but. It's not just about signing these people. It's also making sure that you put them in the using right position. Using them. <laughs> yeah, using them. Using them frequently on the show and putting them, not even just using them, but putting them in positions where yeah. we see them and yeah. people can also see them in, in, in spotlight positions. My thing was is that you didn't have to, you had enough niggas to use. <laughs> what is signing more going to do for us? You know? Uh, I, I, I thought, like, you know, I never said that AEW didn't have any Black people there or any people of color. It was just about who's getting used and who wasn't. And people said that, oh, a lot of uh, Black people on the roster are not getting used. And then they just keep hiring more of them and then not yeah. using the ones that they signed. Well, I mean... They, there was a recent, I guess there's a, I mean, we'll talk about it later in the show, but definitely another signing that was presented tonight as well. Um, and it looks like they want to do something with him. This is this is all remains to be seen. I think they want to do something with him because he was it, featured on a highly publicized various television <laughs> shows. 
um, that air nationwide. So maybe that's the reason why they you're, they put a little bang in his book, if I can use a, that term. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I just feel like that they're getting a lot of like, you know, they're getting a lot of tools and then not just like outright not using them. And mm-hmm. I think that's much worse than, you know, not using them, <laughs> like basically, because right. it's just like, okay, at this point, their names are just going to be on tweets and be like, but we, ha- but they have black people there. Like that's all that's going to really be useful. So here's um, what, here's what I want from Kira Hogan. Um, because she has worked in impact and she's mm-hmm. been there quite a while. I would love to see how AEW kind of develops her career. And if that can actually happen mm-hmm. as opposed to taking a name from a company and pretty much just riding on that name, I would like to see them take her to the next level, put her in a gimmick, put her in a, or, or give her some sort of program or something along the lines. I want to yeah. see it develop to the next level. I did from where Sasha Banks started, where Sasha Banks, and I hate to use the Sasha Banks comparison, but they're just incredibly similar. But <laughs> from where she is then, where she was then to where she is now, world of change i would like to see that for kiara hogan i would like to see her career develop into something a little bit better that's what i would like to see so remains to be seen i don't know AEW doesn't really develop guys in real time (laughs) (laughs) she'll probably get like an insane month push and it's only going to be like all right month to the next uh yeah we'll see what happens man uh full gear will be on november 13th in uh Minnesota. I I don't know if I want to go to the show that's going to happen in Miami. Ooh. I I am very I am very conflicted. Are you thinking of going to Minnesota? No, not Minnesota. Absolutely not. No, <laughs> I want to go to the one I want to go into the one in Miami. I, I just wanted okay. to talk about like live shows if they're gonna happen. Okay. Um, right, right. And like think... it, it should be on the way. I think this full gear, I mean, full gear in Minnesota, shots in Minnesota. I mean, I don't, it's not necessarily like a wrestling town, but there's a lot of people there, I guess. There was mm-hmm. a, from what I've known, from the people that I know from Minnesota, which is Jamal and Johnny Barnes. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> there is a, there is a massive mall. And that is it. <laughs> and the Timberwolves. And the Timberwolves. You know, yeah. who knows? Maybe, maybe Anthony Edwards does a does a stint in AEW. I could see it. Oh, the man is Lord. good at everything. <laughs> He's good at everything. I, I I I don't know. I don't know if I want to see that. But uh... well, listen, Timberwolves um, ain't got nothing else to do. Their season has been sucking for a long ass time. So yeah. And I'm sure, like Minnesota. Where is Minnesota? Like North, uh, Midwest? Is it Midwest? It's like Midwest, North, Western okay. kind of. I couldn't point it's it by, out. It's by the lakes. Do you know where the Finger Lakes yes. are? Yes. You know where the Finger yeah, Lakes yeah. are? Oh, okay. Uh, it's like, it's right around there. Okay. That, that jurisdiction of the United States. That seems to be AEW's jam for the most part, just being in the in those areas. And then Miami sure, yeah. for occasionally. <laughs> I, th- I think just the James L. Knight uh, Center is just like, damn, Hamilton's no, no more Hamilton performances, bro. We need something to pay the bills, bro. <laughs> I, I low-key, just hearing you say that, I low-key want to get a map of the United States with no names on it and see how many states oh. you can pick out and where they 
of, of middle school uh no third grade geography bro <laughs> we're it'd not just doing be like that. all right light them up light them up let's see how we can get um so yeah. terrible but yeah that should be cool i'm looking forward to full gear i wonder what's going to be on the card and then we'll see what happens uh it seems like we're just going to get a lot of like weird stuff on television until then like it's going to be like well just a month now so it's going to be like a two-month wait well yeah, uh, yeah i guess yeah well a month I mean, and some change month and some change that's a lot of that's a lot of cm punk on commentary that's a lot oh man <laughs> cm punk on commentary all right he uh, might be the he might be the, the 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 ring announcer one week he might be bell ringer another week this, he might this be concession is stand so crazy bro keep him off commentary man but uh just to get through the, the in the trenches um Mm-hmm. Ryan Cage had some comments about Tony Khan and basically saying that yes you may like you some people have creative control but it just seems like you know you could pitch and encourage ideas and the final say is what Tony Khan says. Now does that not sound familiar Mills? I mean that seemingly is how wwe works to be honest with you i i i I was i was told aew off is different i was told if i was told there was a slack where it all goes down and that's (laughs) where multiple ideas are switched around and then it's like oh let's do this Uh, let's do that it's weird who has creative if you were able to negotiate creative control by all means good for you like yeah. good for you. I'm and, I'm looking at Andrade. Good for you. <laughs> uh I don't think he really got it, but um <laughs> what is it? He also mentioned that like ev- even the EVPs don't have the creative control like they used to anymore. Tony Khan kind of like took the reins on everything and everything has to basically go through him. Does that not sound familiar? <laughs> I mean that sounds familiar. That sounds familiar. Um, but here's the thing. Here's the thing though, and the reason why that probably happened. There's a massive conflict of interest between who's the EVP and who gets a lot of time on the show that oh, I could absolutely. imagine. And and this is me just speculating. This is not me knowing anything. This is not me saying anything. But I would speculate that um wow, are they actually showing? Wait, they're showing more stuff from the show between Roads to the Top. Like, I, I was like, why is Sammy Guevara holding the TNT title on, on Roads to the Top? But no, this is actual live programming. Um, mm-hmm. Interesting. Sorry. Sorry. But I would imagine that people who may have a vested interest in wanting to be on the show, wanting to have opportunities or possibly promise opportunities, um, would have an issue with maybe people who are the EVPs, maybe people who have creative control, having a lot of opportunities and time frequently on a show. So I could see it. Um, I could see if there's any anybody kind of why it would now come down to Tony Khan. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm sure they're going to tell us now that it was always Tony Khan. Oh, this is <laughs> oh, it was always they're, Tony they're, Khan. They're gonna, yeah, just so there's no like uh, drama. um and then also uh brian cage in the uh in his comments said that um cody is one of the few evps that actually like attend office meetings and i thought that was very funny um he kind of listed everybody's role in aew just being like 
uh, Kenny like deals with the video game stuff. Uh, one of the Bucks handles merch and the other Bucks handle the little YouTube show that they do. So I think there's a huge gap in responsibility <laughs> here. The, all this one guy does is like edit a video, like a video on YouTube weekly. They're running it like it's a mom and pop shop, which I'm like, <laughs> I mean, maybe they don't have enough. Maybe they don't have enough of funds to hire the people who are like, you know, experienced at these type of things. Like, for instance, like Kenny Omega working on video games It's like maybe maybe leave that up to the, the companies uh, to, to the work on video games. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you want to have a lot of creative input in it. But like, mm-hmm. I think our, everyone's time could be best spent you know, doing other things, even the merch and stuff like that. So, but maybe, I mean, this is what they all sign on for. This is what they're all put in for. So maybe they want to do it, but I'm, I'm almost sure we're going to get to a point as this company continues to grow, if it continues to grow and if it continues to expand to be more than just a wrestling company, um, those roles will change. Yeah. Uh, I, I think significantly. And then just to cap this off, um, Brian Cage kind of clarified his comments here because Dave Meltzer reported it and people thought uh, he was saying this as a negative. Um, Brian Cage basically just said, like, yes, Tony Khan does, you know, everything. He does. uh, He has all this stuff on his plate and maybe he should, like, take a little less off his plate and give people creative control so he can breathe more of a like, you know. Relax, brother, I got this. Instead of a, just but, a, you know, tyrant Tony Khan. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, I could see that. I mean, that, that's why, you know, Vince has a team, right? That's why Vince, mm-hmm. to be honest with you, Tony Khan should be responding. Tony Khan shouldn't be someone who has to deal with kind of every person on the roster who has some sort of creative control or EVP. He should really have mm-hmm. to be talking to one person and he should hire another person to talk to everybody else for him, which is what usually <laughs> head of town relations, head of creative direction, executive directors, things like that. Um, but I'm not going to tell him how to operate his own. Yeah. Um, like, you, like, like you said, it's very mom and pop is very face to face, very uh, intimate. Uh, hit, in my, hit my line. <laughs> yeah. You feel me? Uh <laughs> They could just always walk to his office and he's so understanding, um, you know, very guiding counselor. And then just to end off uh, in the trenches, NXT stars will be in the draft. Now, I don't want to really predict uh, who is going to go up, but I want to guess how many are going to go. I need six call ups minimum. All right. And you say you don't want to guess. I, I don't want to guess individuals, but I want to guess the number. <laughs> I, 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 I need we need more than six. I'm just gonna let you know. There's oh, a lot of people. Six missing is minimum. From show. <laughs> yeah, minimum. There is a lot of people missing from the show. Clearly, NXT 2.0 has taken the priority over anybody who was, I guess, featured in 1.0 um, because they taken the L's. Um, mm. You know, the 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 Kyle O'Reilly's of the world are being, you know shifted out for the von wagner's of the world <laughs> um, we're gonna talk about that <laughs> so i'm expecting quite a bit uh i would imagine a lot of them are going to monday night raw that's what i would imagine uh that I, I i i would honestly i don't care where they go i so, need them to go <laughs> like yeah, at, right. at this point like uh I'm I'm looking at NXT right now. 
and it kind of like you know every mentor got their mentee if you ain't got a mm-hmm. mentee you go up <laughs> and uh right. i don't i i just feel like they don't really need a lot of people right or a lot of the uh the old folk, uh the old nxt um people so no i can't see it i just can't a, see it go go straight on up please god please wow. take take some men wow. too <laughs> this road to the top show looks very uninteresting my, I'm watching okay, it okay, 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 okay. So <laughs> what's crazy about the Rose to the Top thing, which I, I said in our Discord, is just like, okay, in every promotion for the thing, it's always like Cody and Brandy are like kind of arguing or like kind of subbing each other or, you know, being passive aggressive towards each other. And then there'll be like stuff that's actually happening behind the scenes at AEW. Mm-hmm. Total Divas wasn't really like that. <laughs> no. Um, the Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was going to say the charm of Total Divas was it was like very much so the the drama, the storylines, everything was kind of very not really re- a lot of it w- dealt with wrestling, of course, the wrestling world, but it was not really wrestling related. It was kind of, but not really. It was more so like, it's not like I can't believe um, I'm getting this opportunity at the women's championship. And it was more like, I, I can't believe I got really promoted at my job. So people like surface uh, level women, people who are watching can be like, I relate to that. W- w- this show. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I would say for Total Diva's case is that like, it would be like, this is what I w- like, what was going on in my life while I was getting this wrestling opportunity. The, and that's right. how like the the wrestling vaguely or barely gets involved right here you have like oh stuff with the baby stuff with the family and then you have a doctor diagnosing ricky starks on his neck uh his fractured uh fractured neck and i'm just like where do you fit into the Rhodes family he's part of the cast it's about to be total <laughs> Rhodes real soon and it's about to be well, ricky uh, Bobby <laughs> Miro. <laughs> I'm saying, and then you know, Mo- Mo- Moxley is there a lot because, like, whatever you possibly saw him on Total Divas at some point. And then uh you see a late a lot of Jade Cargill and uh Brandy, and it's just like, okay, that makes sense because you know they did the Shakaroni match. Um mm-hmm. but what the fuck Ricky Starts gotta do in anything. I thought that was the you I thought that was the, the weirdest like promotion for it because I was just like oh, are we really about to get, like, non, like, just, like, raw AEW stuff that doesn't revolve around the roads? Because if that's the case, I don't want to see these C-list niggas. I want to see what's going on with the elite. For real, for real. I feel like it'll be related towards them, but I'm not sure. Thus far, from what I've been looking at, the show has been all of them thus far. Um, I want to see, like, a bad girls club moment between, like, Cody and Kenny. (laughs) Or, like, <laughs> Kenny, like, pushes them. And then it does, like, the negative. Like, the shock is done. And then they go to commercial break or some shit. That's what I want to see from the oh. show. <laughs> I would love that. I would fucking love that. But, yeah. I think it would be fantastic. But, all right. Uh, let's actually get into AEW. No, Max. I'm not going to hit you. Because you will not break me mentally. So if you got anything else to add, now's the time. 
Keep talking. Keep talking. Keep talking. I'm not gonna break you mentally. I'm not gonna break you mentally. Okay. We're done. We're done here. Oh. Didn't expect that to happen. What do you think of that, uh, Mr. Funk? I think when bullies are stood up to, bullies retreat. All right. So we start the show. We got CM Punk on commentary. Woo! They could have done this before the camera started rolling. <laughs> um, nope. You, you got to hear, hear it on your TV so you can rush towards your TV. <laughs> I can't believe he's gonna join us on commentary the entire night. It's like, well, why the fuck you bring him out? Yeah, just, <laughs> just like have, this is just announce him on commentary. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Um, so to start the show, we got CM Punk and Jungle Boy in a match that I thought was well, no, okay. no, Adam Cole and Jungle Boy. Oh, Adam I'm Cole. so sorry. Who did I say? You said CM Punk and Jungle oh, Boy. Oh, I am so sorry. Uh, Adam Cole and Jungle Boy. I'm getting all the all the white men confused. <laughs> um, how did you feel about the match? Because I really just thought the match was like okay. It was very, you know what? I I guess for it to start the show, it was cool. Um, but not really like probably the most like wow, bang, everything kind of going on. Maybe I'm conditioned from WWE. I don't know. Maybe I, I'm conditioned. I didn't. I didn't think this match was that important, and that's what like. Uh, no, it really wasn't, but. We clearly we see Jungle Boy different than a lot of AEW people see Jungle Boy. Mm-hmm. We see Jungle Boy. I personally see Jungle Boy. I'll speak for me from Jungle Boy. Um, I don't see him as a major player because he kind of looks like a novelty act. That's just kind of the look that I get from him. Mm-hmm. Um, he kind of looks like a dude with hair and sideburns that wrestles. He's like a caveman that kind of wrestles, but. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't really get that from him, but I do think that Adam Cole, he's getting time. He's getting time with a lot of his matches. He's getting time to get his shit off. And I think that's really kind of what he wanted to do. I mean, he was doing it in NXT, so I have no idea why he didn't want to just do it here, but you know, hair there. (laughs) Um, but you know, it was a solid match. I'll say that. And I like the finish because Mm -hmm. people love Adam Cole. So you need kind of reasons for them to hate Adam Cole. And kicking Jungle Boy in the nuts is really good heel shit. I'll give my, him that. My thing is, is that, yes, you say that, but they cheered for Adam Cole when he came out, and they cheered for Jungle Boy when he came out. And then, you know, normally what would be Cole building up heat, you know, to get booed or, like, set something up to, you know, dissuade the crowd in any sense, mm-hmm. he's getting cheered. I, I love Adam Cole. Yeah. The, my thing is, is that like Adam Cole doesn't have to work hard to get cheered. He has to work really hard to get booed. So mm-hmm. I, I guess like, you know, him doing heel things, it doesn't really matter because they're going to love it anyway. Right. That's, that's kind of my thing with AEW is it's like, why do you do things? so it could work in your favor it always works in your favor just do whatever the fuck you want <laughs> uh so i i think they're still trying to establish cole within this group but if we're up to me i'm assuming that he's going to be cut loose eventually if it, 
I think if this were, I can't speak for AEW booking, but I think if this was definitely AEW booking, him being cheered and being in a heel group would end up becoming a massive problem. Is what I'll say. Yeah, but it, it just never seems to really be like there. I don't think any heel, the only heel group to really get, you know, booed would be the pinnacle uh, MJF's faction. Um, and like maybe the inner circle when like they were feuding with like Moxley and stuff. But mm-hmm. I do think it's really hard to get booed in AEW. Um, I guess like the people really have to dislike you if they're like genuinely booing you because if they don't like you, they just won't react. <laughs> right. And I think that's also kind of worse. But um, I mean, uh, this match is good and it ends. Adam Cole gets to win with the Panama Sunrise. Once again, I don't know what they're trying to do with Jungle Boy. I don't know if they're really trying to build him up because he always loses. There's not, there's not, I don't think there's a long future in Jungle Boy, to be honest with you. There's not a, I, and you would have to, um, you would have to actually demoralize him a lot to build up that natural kind of support for him to be pushing in a real kind of direction. They seem to be like here, there, like we're going to give him a couple wins because the people love him. Um, but it does really, not, there's too much, there's like negatives and positives and everything cancels it out. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. he doesn't really move in really any direction because he can lose three times, but he'll also win like five times and he'll still be cheered and be paired with, you know, random people. So, it, you know, it, it, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah with Jungle Boy. I, I don't know. I can't explain. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. Um, and then the elite comes out. Uh, Adam Cole does it all by himself to show that he's a big boy. And then uh, the elite comes out. And they cut their promo. I think the promo is nothing to really write home about. Once again, it's a leap promo, uh, just stroking their own egos until somebody mm-hmm. interrupts them. And Daniel Bryan comes back out, and he's just like, man, fuck it. I want to do it again. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then Kenny's just like doing the thing once again. He's just like, man, go rise up the leaderboards, man. I'm not playing these, I'm not playing these games no more. Um, and I, I really do like Brian just being like, yo, fuck this AEW way of climbing up the ladder, bro. You people <laughs> want to see it, bro. Throw hands with me. And then that just be it. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I liked it because it, it really brought in some sense of like direction and kind of like stability to a segment that easily could have been another one of these like elite. Everyone talks oh, about yeah. everyone so does right. ridiculous things. It, it just, Daniel Bryan kind of came in and he was like, let me ground this. Let me return it back to what we're trying to do here. Because there's a point where he cuts Kenny off during the promo. Because I think, and, and I don't know if he did it intentionally, but it was a sense of essentially like taking the reins of it. It's like before this goes off control again and people start mm-hmm. talking about their shoes or making, you know, inside jokes or something along those lines. Let me just say that I want a rematch and... I also got these people behind me and then, you know, mm-hmm. big old schmas as in every AEW segment. Yeah. Um, and uh, at this point in time, I think Daniel, Daniel, Brian, uh, Brian Danielson, my fault, uh, is just like, you know what? Fine. I'll play that way. I, I lost. Now I'll just go up the ladder and he's going to go about it by just beating up everybody in the elite. And mm-hmm. then on Friday, he's going to be challenging, I think, Matt Jackson in a singles match. So right. I think he's just going to slowly just, you know, 
D just beat the shit out of uh, the elite until um, Kenny. So that's a good way to fill out these weeks. <laughs> Absolutely. Can I can I give you a roads to the top update while we're yes, in the middle please. of this? So Cody and Brandy are now discussing because they have to talk to um, Jade Cargill because she slapped Red Velvet really really hard in their backstage encounter. She so they got to talk. Yeah, she apparently slapped her too hard, and now she, they got to go like settle things down. And now currently they're <laughs> talking about Ricky Starks, and they're breaking the news to him that like you know, uh, you're essentially I guess he's injured and he's gonna be like, you know. Okay, that's so... Put on the back of it. <laughs> Go ahead. Because Ricky Sparks get his neck, like, fractured, like, two months ago. And the Jay Cargill thing, where she slaps Red Velvet, was probably, like, four months ago. So where, but, what is this timeline? This is, this is reality show magic. This is reality show magic. Okay, I don't expect... Because, they, they do this shit all the time, but there's a lot of shows. If you're telling me that Ricky Sparks' neck was fractured... Four months ago, while the Shakaroni match was about to happen, and you were still letting this motherfucker wrestle? This is ridiculous. Where's the where's where's the doctor, man? Who's clearing you? Oh my god. So Brandy now is having this uh conversation. I'm gonna put the audio up a little bit. I want the women's division to succeed. Okay, I'm taking it back now. She's lying. But But <laughs> the thing is, is <laughs> um, but <laughs> um, that was just a great point that I picked out from this. No, she's talking, <laughs> she's talking to Jade about um slapping too hard, and Jade's like, "I'm a big girl. I'm gonna end up slapping hard." I'm saying, so, <laughs> tell Red gonna have to like it up. Lame ass. She's gonna have to grow up. She's gonna have to grow up and realize that. This is she's gonna have a lot bigger problems than me accidentally slapping her hard. Yeah, Jay making a great point. But uh next match, uh, we got Cody Lee Johnson versus uh Matt Seidel and Dante Martin, which I thought was an okay match. I don't really think this match needed to happen, but uh <laughs> Lee Johnson gets the win for his this, team. This, this match was used for two um things. So it was used to continue to highlight the talent. So CM Punk mm-hmm. could continue to get his heart on over Dante Martin. He loves Tr- that kid. Tr- trying so hard to get him over. He what loves he him did, so right? much. He's like, I just want to wrestle him. It's like art, it's bro. And I'm martial like, art. I'm like, he's 20 years old. You don't have to impress him that hard. You're CM Punk. He's 20 years old. Like, bring it, bring bring it, it down home. a notch. Yeah, please. This is um, terrible conversation. But overall, I guess this match was kind of used as a vehicle for Cody because mm-hmm. he was booed last week. He also lost last week. So double whammy. Um, um, what's my name? Um, Lee Johnson? Oh, no, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He pulls him, then comes in the ring, takes a win. Um, and then we get the post-match segment afterward that was like, wow, Okay. <laughs> Uh, Aaron Anderson basically just saying, you know, hey man, Malachi Black won, bro. He won fair and square. You're a loser, Cody. <laughs> and then, you know, just said, you know, something about getting his car jacked. And he said he just gonna pull the Glock out and shoot a motherfucker. He uh, said, he said, he essentially calling 
Cody pussy. He was like, yeah, you're the type of person who someone comes to your car and tries to and tells you get out and you're like, don't hurt me. But I'm the type of guy to show up and I put my nine millimeter in his face and I'm ready to blow his fucking brains out. And I was like, whoa, this escalated quickly. I didn't even think that 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 analogy was needed to that such extreme. It could have just it really did not. And I think it's so funny because it came so out of left field. But yes, more or less, Arn Anderson is just saying, Cody, you soft brain. Plus, you don't listen. I'm mm. I'm a rock with Lee Jossie. He listen. He listen. Come here, <laughs> and, boy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then the, the segment just ends uh, yeah. uh, there. So I don't know what is what really is going to happen to Cody. <laughs> Cody Cody's. Cody's the protagonist in his own arc. And this is his <laughs> this is his development story. This is his comeback. Uh, the, this is your the, the rival story. You know, I couldn't yeah. get him the first time. So let's let's write it up for an arc and then we'll come back on Absolutely. the next one. You might need a training arc, something like that. We might we might get one of those. Might be a tournament arc, something. Oh <laughs> something. Lord. Oh, if Cody runs rough shot on that Owen Hart tournament, I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> Jesus it might be. Christ. This is Cody's world. We're living in it. Roads to the top, baby. <laughs> uh, the Cody versus going crazy. And then now our main event. Um, we Out of have all the times you called me here. Out of all the times Miro, you called me here. Our TNT <laughs> champion versus Sammy Guevara, uh, who is fighting for his friend Fuego Del Sol and his car. And him just going, Nigga, I didn't say put your car on the line. I just said challenge him again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, okay. uh, how'd you feel about this match, man? Because you invited me. So we had this agreement about I would be, I would come back on the show when Miro does something interesting. That was mm-hmm. the that was the agreement one day. So it was, this was a big one day. Um, Miro's been, to be honest with you, Miro's been, if if he was a part-time scheduled wrestler. You could have fooled me because that my man lives in promo land for three weeks and then <laughs> has a match the fourth week and then they start over again every month. He has essentially one match per month, maybe two. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not expect the result to this match. I didn't see it coming at all. It just even to the point where he I could have done without Sammy Guevara also picking up Miro, dumping him, <laughs> and then putting him out of his misery. I could have done without that. I was like, "Wow, okay, we're you really you think you uh, did that?" Sammy Guevara shitted on him, bro. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit? like okay. You're not supposed to be. You're not like you. You a small guy. You're not really supposed to be like uh, 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 be, picking me up like that. <laughs> you're like dumping him crazy like that, and he took the sixth, whatever his finishing move is, and mm-hmm. took that out. I was like, damn, that was low key a decisive finish for someone oh. who has been undefeated. That it it don't get any cleaner than that. <laughs> Mira, Mira, I don't even think Mira tried to cheat. <laughs> no, that, and he should have. That match was clean cut. Okay, listen. Um, God's got a new favorite, and it's Roman Reigns after Extreme Rules. <laughs> God is uh, a Roman Reigns mark. Oh, my Lord. Um, I did not expect the results of this match either. I didn't think that this feud 
really had anything to it. Uh, to even call it a feud is a joke in itself. Um, I don't even know where Miro goes from here. It's weird because the trajectory, listen, they could have maybe done another match out of this, but the trajectory of it didn't say title change immediately. Like mm-hmm. even to Sammy Guevara's kind of run, because he's been very like stop start. Where is he going? What is he doing over the last number of months? Um, but I, there's no way in my mind I expected him to defeat the undefeated Miro on mm-hmm. an episode of Dynamite for the tnt championship yeah because sammy Guevara seriously had zero momentum going into this and miro had all the momentum going into this (laughs) all of it all of it i don't know but this is maybe we'll see this on roast to the top in the future maybe they'll explain (laughs) fuck off man season two (laughs) i gotta figure out uh what, what what came into the decision here Miro's having a baby. He needed to be off television for a couple months. <laughs> and then, uh, oh, I, I wonder if uh, Sammy Guevara comments on Sasha Banks is going to be an episode of uh, Rose to the Top. And we mm. see him in sensitivity classes, see what he was doing in there. Doubt it. Doubt it. <laughs> Look at uh, that. We get, we, get, we get some of Brandy's, Brandy's family. Look at that. Look at that. Uh, oh, God. They, they raised a great one. Uh, quick, <laughs> quick hits. We got MGF and Darby Allen in a segment, which all I have to say is, what? <sighs> MJF is really... So here's my kind of opinion on MJF. It's a lot of talk, but not enough in the ring kind of backs up this thing. He would be so much... I guess he's going to be known as the kind of the talker and kind of saying everything, but I don't think... I think overall his credibility in the ring for me is like, I don't know. Like, he, that's just my opinion on MJF. Like, it, it doesn't, it both sides, clearly the sliders are up on charisma and like down. <laughs> and, and, and nothing else. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think I always been vocal with that same, uh, same critique as well. Is just like, you don't really wrestle enough for me to really form an opinion, which you talk a lot. Mm-hmm. He talks a ton. And now he's getting this feud with Darby. Which I'm why? I don't know. But, but I, I guess because he talked he talked kind of slick about Dar uh Darby Allen saying the four pillars of AEW, where he was just like, I beat Sammy mm. Guevara, I beat Jungle Boy, um, Darby Allen never beat him, and then me. And then Darby Allen was just like, nigga, you never beat me. Ooh, I'm about to come out there and show you. Darby on Loki barred him up. He was like, "Yo, you haven't even won a damn." Oh, Chelsea Green is in the show. Oh my god, turn oh, this. Get, off. get it, get get the money. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, I don't know a bigger hustler than Chelsea Green, bro. She was not fired when this happened. <laughs> I'm <laughs> almost sure she was not let go when this happened. Or maybe she was. Who knows? Um, oh, no, no, no. But I think. Uh, Darby Loki barred him up. He was like, yo, listen, you haven't even won a championship since you've been here. You've been doing a lot of talking, but where's mm-hmm. the results, my friend? Like, where? No, and, and no results. I, I wonder that as well. And then because he felt slighted, MJF had to use all his Xbox <laughs> vernacular <laughs> school shooter, which I thought was very mm-hmm. cringe. That comment was kind of cringe. Um, 
talking about his uncle passing away. I, I like, thought was... I thought that dog when he said, "You want to know why he's straight edge? Because you and your uncle and I say, hey, this could go to two places, and neither of them are good." I don't think it was. I mean, so with my history with a lot of WWE stuff, anytime they've crossed the line to that extent, there's always been a lot of pushback and a lot of like, why did they say that? For instance, there was this one time Randy Orton did a promo with Rey Mysterio 2005. Mm -hmm. No, it was actually 2006 where he was like, and you're going to be just like Eddie somewhere in hell. And I remember specifically a lot of people on the internet were very, very mad about this. And I just hope, I mean, to bring in those kind of real situations and stuff like that, like the payoff better be there. You're going to have to have one hell of a payoff. I don't think they should do it, but you're going to have one hell. You're going to have to have one hell of a payoff to be able to pull that off. And what's crazy is that like you say that it has to be one like hell of a payoff, but like the crowd really didn't like react to that at all. No. And then it kind of like that. Yeah. And then, uh, and JF just walks away to like no crowd reaction, nothing. So it's just like, I think the crowd is just going to forget that was even said. So I text with Carlos during these shows because Carlos watches live as well. Oh, what and <laughs> so Carlos is like, so he's not going to like punch him or something. <laughs> She's not going to like say- physically. <laughs> he said, oh, uh, uh, Darby was just like, you're not going to break me mentally. And then MJ was just like, oh, I'm not? <laughs> Hi, man. Hi. Wow. Uh, there's no being the bigger man in this situation. I would have beat him up. Or as Arna Anderson he, says, he, put a Glock he, in his he face. He didn't even have like Wardlow do like some slick shit. They really just walked away. Yeah. Eh. Absolutely. I don't know. Mm. All right. That was supposed to be a quick hit, but I think we went a little too long. But um, <laughs> okay, this, these ones can be quick. These ones can be quick. Yeah, uh, we got the three kings: uh, Moxley, Kingston, and Darby Allen with Sting to defeat Bear Country. Uh, and I don't know who the other guy was, but he was in a. Uh, that was August Gray, I believe. Um, that was his name. He's an evolved dude, and him and Darby Allen definitely showed that they had a, a match history together, but. It's the three kings versus like jobbers. So how do you think this match ends? <laughs> um, and then after like staying like even styles on him even more for some reason. Um, I wasn't paying attention. I, yeah, I, I wasn't either. I knew it. I knew what it was when they came on my screen. Man. Um, we got the Bro- uh, we got the Brody Lee tribute match, which is the all of the Dark Order. Um, sixteen man tag. A sixteen man tag with the uh, the Hardy front office. And it is so, I didn't, if I knew that they were going to do a tribute match, it would make a lot of sense of why the Dark Order was like, kind of like doing this, oh, kind of like breakup angle so they could all just come together at the end. Mm -hmm. They needed to be reminded like we're in Rochester. There are things that are bigger than this. There are, I mean, there are things that are bigger than this. Maybe they Mm -hmm. needed that, but. Um, oh, also, Orange Cassidy was there because him and Matt Hardy are going to have a hair match. Matt Hardy in a hair match? All right. Well, 
it don't it it a i said it last week Quan was just like you know it may maybe Forrest Cassidy really is connected to his hair and i was just like but he young he gonna grow back yeah I mean, Matt Hardy, you you cut that off. Not all of it's gonna grow back. Not all, but of it. like his heart, but his hair was like never really part of like his look. Yeah, it was always how yeah, he dressed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I I always right. thought this was like so weird, but uh, they're gonna be doing that. Um, obviously, Dark Order wins. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, negative one comes back. They do the thing, do the schmaz, everyone is happy. Uh, shout mm-hmm. out to, they're doing the, the was it, I forgot what it's called, John Huber um, Foundation or something along those lines mm-hmm. um, that AEW is doing. So um, more power to them for continuing to, you know, prop up the legacy of Brody Lee yeah. uh, and, and things like that. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to be too harsh on the match. <laughs> uh Leo Rush is also all elite. It wasn't in our uh, trenches, but he had a video package, so I wanted to talk about it. Um, wh- wh- what was the, the business tactic that he said? It, it was like bio, bio. He just said something. I'm sure. I'm sure it was legitimate, but I wasn't like. I wasn't yeah, stammer talk. <laughs> I'm sure it was legitimate, but you know what? I think. Leo Rush has a great opportunity here because he's a former WWE superstar. Mm-hmm. He's talked and in champion. front of a, and champion, talked in a lot in front of a lot of crowds. He's someone who was in demand from Tony Khan to be on the show. So he's going to be featured on the show. Now, um, I think Leo <laughs> Rush is incredibly talented mm-hmm. in the ring. I think he's talented in the ring. I think he's talented on the mic. But, you know, I want to see how this goes. This is, uh, we're, we're playing up a big character for Leo Rush. Um, will they give him the time that he deserves, which is, I guess, all that we're expecting from now? Like, you know, mm-hmm. diversity. Okay. It's just like a smidgen of diversity, my nigga. Like, it's not even a lot. Like, like just give him <laughs> equal time. My, Come my, on. My, like, my thing is, is just like, okay, Leo Rush is here, but is Tony Khan going to use him? And that's the question I mean, we have to ask ourselves. <laughs> let's see. Let's see if next week there's another promo, or at least he at least shows up or something. If, if we go out and it's on Rampage next if, Friday, if he comes on, all right. If he comes on on Rampage and says I'm gonna have a match on Dynamite, then I'm cool. But if he's gonna be there next Dynamite and say I'm gonna have a match on Rampage, now that's, I got yeah. a problem. Yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> it's feeling very Rampagey. Like, mm-hmm. It's like we we got to take these these programs and you're like, are we thinking dynamite or is this going to be settled on rampage? <laughs> like that's that's the new like barometer now that we have to kind of figure this thing out. So um, it's still feeling very rampagey, but it could easily upgrade to a dynamite. And you know, in a couple of weeks, if they put in the the amount of time. Uh, yeah, I agree. So hopefully AEW does right by them, uh, right by him and us. <laughs> uh, but what doesn't sit right with me at all is this match that we're going to talk about. Uh, once again, we get Tay Conti, Anna J versus Penelope Ford and Allie. Again. They got ties. 
<laughs> I think everyone in this match has ties, I guess, to an extent because they are featured heavily on this weekly television show in various forms. Whether it be ran, it could one week it could be a rampage, but it could also be a dynamite. Uh, so they're they're running this like Riot Squad versus Sasha Bailey and Natalia, bro. I need the I need them to fucking stop. <laughs> They've this, got more. This well, match hasn't improved in any iteration. They've got they've gotten a lot more coming, but listen, we've also got we got a promo last week. Um, Sheeta, she's been mm-hmm. um, absent. She's been she was she was yeah she was banished from the dynamite realm, and now she's going to re-enter for her fiftieth win. She's seeking her fiftieth win, as if that there's no benefit to a 50th win in a <laughs> yeah exactly as like sammy guevara and scorpio sky have already like they have like 100 matches uh jungle boy yeah. has had, like 100 matches already he got a little trophy and shit already for being the first one to do yeah. it yeah i was wondering if you're gonna get that like a little youtube plaque or something <laughs> for 50 yeah, matches probably on, on, on aw dark <laughs> they give you like this youtube plaque it was like you killed it <laughs> yeah so uh We'll see who she wrestles. Like, I don't... Maybe this should not have been deal to me. Uh, is there anything on uh, on AEW Minas? Oh, um, Thunder Rosa, Nyla Rose, and Jay Cargill are going to have a match. Uh, no no rules, no disqualification. I'm not sure if it's a street fight or not. But, yikesy. Hope nobody gets hurt. Dynamite or Rampage? I don't remember. <laughs> it was a very yeah, quick video very package. <laughs> Feeling a little rampagey. Uh, feeling main event rampagey. A <laughs> little bit, a little bit. Oh, they're having a little. I get. I don't know if this is a baby shower or a dinner or something along those lines. Yo, shout out to Sandra who was the seamstress on Total Divas because she is mm-hmm. now featured on this show. So oh, she's clearly the, the only. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's clearly the only act on this show that's been featured on Total Divas and an AEW reality show. So you Gr- know what? Grand Slam wrestling show champion, bro. <laughs> Grand Slam, Sandra, <laughs> the seamstress. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, let's get into uh, NXT 2.0. Damn it, NXT 2.0 just became the A show. All right, so NXT 2.0. Um, the opening segment. I wrote down everybody wants to fight, and I actually forgot what the opening segment was. <laughs> okay. I don't remember so the start I'm of the show. To, the start of the show was, I believe, it was Hit Row. Yes, it was Hit Row B Fab versus Electric Lopez. Uh, Wait, I had so it as it was a quick Hit Row hit. doing a, it. it <laughs> nice pun on, nice play on words there. Um, <laughs> No, no, no. But uh, you know what? Fine. Let's talk about it on quick hits because it's not really, to be honest with you. It's yeah. So really, my fault. Not really everybody. worth the long talk. <laughs> it's all good. Shout out to Hit Rope, but not really worth the long talk of this episode. Yeah. Uh, we have Roger Strong versus, uh, what is it? Grayson? Grayson Waller? That's his name, right? Yeah. 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 Um, well, it, yeah. Well, Good match. I mean, solid, solid little Rod, you know, Roderick Strong encounter mm-hmm. Grayson Waller. Um, he showed up in the boxing outfit. I was like, are you a boxer? Are we? Yeah, I don't know what's going on now. Uh, do you box? <laughs> are we scrapping? 
it, it was like very indie to me to come out in like them shorts. Like, yeah, it was it was very weird, but nonetheless, Diamond Mind is on a roll. Um, mm-hmm. Diamond Mind, I like them, but I feel like they need another real player. Like they need uh, a, like a. Uh, uh, like another big act or another person to like have a belt another person to like have a belt you know what i'm saying like kind of like a not you're not roddy clearly but you're also could be in line for a championship match as well maybe north american or maybe you're cruiserweight something along those lines i feel like they need another guy my thing is is that like if one of them gets the north american championship you big, you bigger than Roddy, <laughs> uh, oh who is like the most experienced wrestler on there. Uh, but nah, I definitely think that you're right. But Roger Strong being champion does kind of like uh, add some validity to this group, and I think they're off to a good start with um, mm-hmm. Roddy finally getting that belt. So, um, when the girl, when the the woman in their fat, I forgot what her name is, is like uh, Nia. Mm-hmm. I don't know her name either. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of there's there's a lot of new people come. It's like going to work on your first <laughs> day and your boss introduces you to everyone. And he's like, I will never remember your name unless oh, I we, need you. We have to have like two more conversations before this commits to memory. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You have to suplex of maybe a couple, like three other people before this mm-hmm. conversation. Yeah. Um so yeah, whenever yeah. she gets her debut, that should be cool for the most part. Um, what else we got here? Uh, Io Shirai is always start versus uh Toxic Attraction. How'd you feel about this match? I thought this match was just like, uh, maybe it was too early. For... I, you know what, I liked it because one, it was always stark in the element that maybe she is cast to be in, which is competitor in the ring and non entertainer outside, <laughs> like, please. Keep her in the ring and nowhere else. Um, it was definitely too early, but at this point, I think with NXT 2.0, they've really banished the other tag teams on this show. Um, mm-hmm. So you kind of have to start over. So Io Shirai and, and Zoe Stark are going to have to be wrestling a lot of people who aren't really in that role as of yet, but they still have to have these tag team championship matches because NXT is all about like these, cha- they build it as ladies night this week. Um, I liked all of the effort that all the four ladies put into this match and Io Shirai doesn't miss. I'll say that. Now I wanted her to lose because that was actually, yeah, what are NXT? <laughs> <laughs> Please get her out of there. Yeah. I, I, I wanted her to lose, but she won. So, you know what? Fair enough. Uh, but yeah, I, I I, I would agree there. I definitely think that Zoe Stark looked good here when I know this sounds fucked up, not talking um, and just kind of showing us what she's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, kind of really just showing us what she's like truly about, not trying to really get a character going on. But uh, mm-hmm. Toxic Attraction mm-hmm. loses, which is like, it kind of just makes up for it. Uh, for our next topic, uh, Frankie Monet versus. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez for the NXT Women's Championship. Didn't get a lot of time. Didn't Absolutely. get a lot of time. When when uh, when Raquel was walking to the ring, it was 10, 
55. I said, okay. I was like, <laughs> y'all ladies, this is what we doing to the ladies? This on ladies' night? Um, hey. Did we really need the Kylo Raleigh Ridge Holland match? Did oh we... boy, did we not? Because <laughs> <laughs> that shit was that shit came on like nine forty three, and I was like, we really need this match. Like yes, that really? shit was not needed, brother. But uh... <laughs> no. I mean, neither. I would say in this match, neither woman looked any spectacular, more spectacular yeah. than the other. It was kind of like a match, um, like. If it was just like if I like uh, a plus or like negative, it was just like these ladies are the same. Like I like them how they yeah. came in, and I like them the same day as they got out. Yeah, I think this the in terms of this feud. I mean, it was we supposed to have the women's championship match two weeks ago. It didn't happen. I think mm-hmm. there, a, not a lot has been really put into this feud in terms of like a personal or a stakes factor. It was kind of like. I got you this match. Aren't you happy? Oh, we're gonna have this match now. Like that's what it. That's yeah. what it seemed like. Uh, Frankie Monet didn't really seem to like, cause she didn't. Even, they like, didn't beat her up or anything. Yeah, they didn't beat her up. They didn't. She didn't like have a match prior to have like some momentum going into it. Neither did Raquel. Uh, neither, uh, like, neither of them got a mentee for yeah. uh, this new uh, 2.0. So yeah, this just feels like a old like something <laughs> a old remnant of old NXT just getting wrapped up. Uh same well, this is, that's same for Rich Holland. This entire and, show. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean that's what this entire show felt like for me, to be honest with you. Like this felt mm-hmm. like really old NXT. Um and at some points not in the good way. Uh because it's it's still very very new it's still very very fresh a lot of these people still are very very green but mm-hmm. i think if i'm i think in this situation if we're going to continue doing this i would rather it be back on peacock and or the network Ooh. and then and that's my hot take because i feel like we're doing this developmental thing and yeah, it's kind of a show, but I don't think this show unless we, yeah, because unless we start having big names or like featuring kind of like names on the show, this is very much so a developmental show Mm -hmm. and filled with developmental stars. And it showed because they crammed a lot of people onto the show, like a ton of, Andrew Chase and the Diamond Mind hit row. Everybody is kind of crammed into the show, um, mm-hmm. but it doesn't seem to be leading anywhere. So, yeah, part of me is like, I would rather watch this in like I like all the characters on the show, but I think I would like to watch this baby on an on-demand format. But then I think we also wouldn't fall in love with a lot of these people if we yeah. had to watch this in our spare time because we probably wouldn't watch it, to be honest with you. <laughs> uh, I probably would, like, have, like, less... Um, like, less desire to, honestly, or, like, yeah. watching it yeah. on time or, like... Yeah, I do agree. Um I was talking to Justin earlier when we were recording Spot College. We also talked a little bit, a bit about NXT. And I said on there that um, NXT not 
building towards a takeover or like a special Tuesday, like special. I don't really care about any of these stories because it just seems like, you know, get your mentee ready so you can go, you know, like everybody's kind of just like fulfilling like this, like class assignment. Right. They're showing off a lot of people, but there doesn't seem to be the only true major direction of anything on the show seems to be Braun Baker, Braun Breaker and mm-hmm. Tommaso Ciampa apparently are heading into some sort of a, you know, collision course somewhere. Um, is Braun Breaker ready for this opportunity? I have no idea. I, 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 I think I, I think wrestling wise, like whatever opportunity that he gets, the match would be good. But as terms of like actually like holding a story going, you know lasting for a you know a month and some change i don't know yeah i mean they're introducing a lot of people on the show all at once it's going to this might this might be like literally like a six month kind of project just kind of even look in the future and be like was all of this worth it like are uh, are all these people should this person even be on the show should we continue to feature a lot more of this person should we or should we not right now we're kind of just sampling yeah. everything yeah and like is it is, is, i think it's going to be cra- oh oops <laughs> hit my mic but uh i think that releases will definitely hurt uh more this time around because it was just like Oh, you like really tried at like to make it work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when they leave, they're gonna be like, fuck, we really wasted all that time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everyone's gonna get an opportunity, but you know, mm-hmm. we'll see kind of how it goes from here. The 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 show it, it the overall show didn't feel that spectacular to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got a, I saw a couple things I like. Uh, if we're sampling a couple things, I definitely saw a couple things I like. I mean, oh yeah. Uh, uh, first of all, Toxic Attraction. They were speaking about it. They closed the show. Mandy Rose is getting a women's championship shot. Apparently, in the future, that's what it seems like. I don't think she'll win, but this is NXT 2.0. What do I know? But I don't. If if Frankie Monet is not winning, <laughs> I yeah, don't think Mandy Rose it, will win. If if Frankie Monet is not going to win. That's fine. Also, we don't really need Kaylee Ray and versus Raquel. Like, that's not a a, a match that I desire to truly see. Um, mm. Literally, anybody could be women's champion right now. It don't matter. To, to be honest, given how long Kaylee Ray was champion on NXT, do you really want to see that kind of the part two, no. the continuation of that on this NXT show? I I like Kaylee Ray. I like um, Kaylee Ray too. A couple things. I like Kaylee Ray. I do think that the main roster needs NXT UK representation. Like they're doing a great job with Dewdrop right now and showing, you know, how that can all work. Um, Kaylee Ray absolutely does not need another title reign after the long one she like had, just mm-hmm. not needed. And if Manny Rose is going to take it, fuck it, sure, why not? Call Raquel up, get Raquel out of here. Do not have her linger around. I need a lot of these women to leave. <laughs> so uh, I, if Mandy is going to be like her Samoa Joe or like transitional champ to help get toxic attraction over and for Raquel to leave, I'm cool with it. I, I'm be just kind of looking at the show. 
I don't really want to see anybody from NXT 1.0 on this show because it clearly looks like they're being um, transitioned out. Like, it's very, very clear. And it feels more so now like a waste of time rather than building towards something. Like the Kyle O'Reilly arc that I think could have been something, could have been built in a direction towards the NXT championship will probably now not happen like if we're positioning braun baker and von wagner and 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 those people you know what i'm saying the carmelo hayes who now is like we we if this was a month ago we were like he's not getting he's not using this on the nxt world championship he may now (laughs) like (laughs) yeah it's like it's so much I don't want to say the bar is lower, but it kind of is like, it's not, it's not the stakes now where um, Pete Dunn, Johnny Gargano. Um, yeah. Uh, the, the level of competition definitely lowered and that's not a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, and people, there's not, people need to get even like they, they, yeah. And they don't have like people to jump over. Like um, mm-hmm. what's my name's name? Shit. Like the thick boy, what's his name? That got fired. Uh, and Bron- about it. Yeah, so there's not even like people to jump over to kind of get there. So, yeah. um, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. NXT, yeah, it, it's an odd show. That's a Lash Legend. Oh, yeah, Let, actually, let's get into the quick hits now. Uh, Last Legend, okay, um, lashing out with Last Legend. I thought it was okay, it didn't really like show me anything. I was really actually looking forward to seeing her wrestle. But if this is going to be the character, then I guess, okay. I thought she did a very good job in the position that she's in. Um, I don't know if we need this on the show. Mm -mm. Could have been very much so internet thing. But I I guess you want to introduce her on the show. I guess conflict comes at a later date. Um, yeah, that she will have to pay for her words for maybe talking too spicy about someone, maybe. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, maybe. she'll just be like the glue to a lot of these feuds just to like uh, get stuff cracking. So that's cool. Um, right, right. Next thing we got here. It's a quick hit, but there's a lot going into this. Um, the tag division's back. Uh Last week, or well, like the start of 2.0 was really just establishing uh, the women's and men's division. But now we have Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of the people in the tag division just coming back, just showing like, hey, this is what we got going on. Uh, So that's cool with me. People still hate MSK. I don't get it. All right. So I, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't, yeah, I haven't been on my, so this is probably the only soapbox where I can actually say, like, I get why people hate MSK. Um, So I think people hate MSK because they haven't really shown any particular edge Mm -hmm. or um, we talked, we talked about really. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. They they haven't really shown any edge or haven't really shown kind of any they haven't struggled. Um, yeah. And they uh, they were really put in this position and because of circumstances awarded very quickly. Yeah. Um me and Quan talked about this before. I uh, when when this was first brought up to me, but I, I do agree. 
uh, it kind of came effortlessly. They never really had to struggle. I think the only time they struggled, you know, they kind of got their championship match anyway. Uh, they didn't really show right. much because it was just like, okay, they got injured or like somebody like hurt their hand. So they cut a really angry promo yeah. and then they just weren't seen again until like they got the match. Right. I remember, um, I remember watching, I, I remember, um, like for instance, just in a, a quick example, NXT Brooklyn, the first one, mm-hmm. the insane pop that came for the VOD villains in Brooklyn when <laughs> and with them in blue pants winning the NXT tag team championships. Now the VOD villains are, they will never be remembered as in, in any <laughs> echelon of tag team in NXT, but just the build for that and the story for that, it made complete sense and it worked for them. And mm-hmm. I guess that's what we don't see with MSK. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, MSK needs rivals. And I definitely thought that Elgato Del Fantasma could be that. But, you know, they started feuding with Hit Row. And then I thought maybe Grizzly Young Veterans can be that for them now. So we'll see how that goes. But, you know. Since they all have like their mentees now, which we're gonna get a big, huge tag match for that next week, we'll see what happens. Uh, Quinn, I forgot his first name, but he defeated Oni Larkin. Uh, bye bye, Oni. Who knows? I would say uh, bye. <laughs> yeah. Um, in the index honeymoon, uh, Loomis stayed protected. Oof. I'm sick. Listen, Dexter rounds Loomis, by the way. Cause All right, yeah. Let's cut that he, mic off. <laughs> he going in. Listen, you going in. Call my man rounds. All right. Um, Tony D'Angelo uh, is going to debut next week. The Real, Ita- Real Italian Hours. <laughs> uh, now, you're not on Twitter, but Tony D'Angelo is very popular. <laughs> yes, I, I for whatever I, reason. I have heard that hey, people like the Sopranos, bro. So wait, when he <laughs> just Justin said when he when he on his real Italian shit, don't, don't be surprised. Listen, people people wanted to see like an it, I, it kind of felt like the energy around this is kind of felt like, man, were we missing Italian gimmicks? <laughs> like Did, on the there, main show. I don't think there has been a real Italian gimmick since uh, FBI. So, Italian pride. (laughs) Put him him with Cameron Grimes or something, if he's going to be a heel or something. Oh, no, Cameron Grimes needs to go up. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'll put that on the list. Yeah. Uh, And then we got Odyssey Jones versus L.A. Knight next week. L.A. Knight, I guess, more or less choosing Odyssey Jones to be his mentee before I pray he goes up as well. Um, there's just not an- enough space for every mentor and your mentee, bro. So uh, we need to get stuff moving and cracking. I agree. Um, and yeah, that is it for NXT. I know I said that we we're going to talk a little bit about NXT UK, but Mills is a guest and I, and I forgot to ask him. So you it is sure it did. Is. <laughs> if, you would, if you would like to, I don't know if you watched it. But if you would like to tell me anything that's pretty interesting, I would love to hear it. If you would, maybe like a quick 30 seconds, um, 60 seconds. 
I like what they have going on in NXT UK. If you miss all the wrestling wrestling that NXT used to have, just watch NXT UK. Uh, their women's their women's division is like fantastic. Uh, their tag division is pretty cool as well. And uh, there's a triple threat between Rampage, A Kid, and I forget who else. Uh, but it's pretty good. I, I just forgot who it was. It was like a week ago. So my you, you know what's you know what's so funny? So I'm looking on the NXT UK Wikipedia now, and all their champions, in terms of date one, they and days held, they have non-applicable because clearly no one knows when they tape these shows, so they don't know <laughs> when rains start um, to count the actual days of these things. That is funny as hell. So I find that hilarious. That tickled me. That's funny as hell. Um. Yeah, they, they have a great triple threat. Jordan Devlin gets punked by Gallus, and I thought that was fucking hilarious. Uh, Ooh, okay. Rip Bozo. Uh, and then uh, that is it for NXT UK. <laughs> hey, um, listen. You can follow Meals at Meals TV on Twitter. You can follow me at the A Show RNC on Twitter. And you can keep up with all the uh, stuff that we do on the network on there. Rewriters Room, Spot Callers, uh, War Report, The A-Show, uh, and you can just go on our Patreon and subscribe for no less than $3. Um, the A-Show, I mean, uh, patreon.com forward slash The A-Show RNC. If you are a patron, you're about to hear me and Niels talk about a very special match. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm glad I picked this one. I'm glad I picked I, I'm, it. I'm glad you picked this match as well. So, um, if you want to hear what me and Meals are going to say about Stephanie McMahon versus Trish Stratus at No Way Out 2001, head <laughs> over to the Patreon so you can hear all our thoughts on this. Uh, peace out. <laughs>